This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. And that's when you're not, your mind and body are not connected. You're just moving the weight. But when you have a, you know, a mind body connection, then you can put in purposeful practice. And when you put in purposeful practice, then you gain much more from that. And that can be, you know, with sales. It can be with pr- preparing dinners. It could be working out. You can put in purposeful practice with anything that you do. You know, across the board, when, when great performers do serious work, and that we, we can call that that deep work, their bodies and minds are 100% there. They're not thinking about what's going on last week or thinking about what's going to go on in the future. They are totally present. They are fully engaged. Basically, they are in flow. But that's doing the deep work when you're 100% there. You know, there's times when we do work and we kind of drift and we bounce back and forth between other distractions, but that doesn't, that doesn't make a great performer. When you can focus 100% of the time in what you are doing, that deep work, not the to-do list like doing dishes and stuff, but your really deep work when you're in flow, that'll set you up to be a high performer. And here's the thing is by doing one thing at a time and devoting full attention to that one thing, you'll be able to do many things well sequentially. This is not, we can't do parallel things like five things at one time. We think we can. We trick ourselves. There is so much science and so much evidence out there that supports the single focus, one thing at a time. And actually, focus you can look at it as an acronym that stands for one course until successful. Follow one course until successful. So when we devote one thing at a time, we then can get actually a lot more done in the long run. For most of us, though, effective multitasking is nothing more than effective delusional thinking. We think we're getting stuff done, but usually the quality suffers, the uh, response, the the thinking about it just suffers. We just want to get stuff off our desk or off our email or close out a Slack conversation or whatever it might be. But here's some stress performance practices, right? Apply the components of deliberate, purposeful practice each time you set out to do meaningful, deep work. You know, that means define a purpose and concrete objective for each working session, for each practice session. Again, this can be in sports, this can be in sales, and in sales, 
you can do this by either doing role playing or I prefer calling on accounts that aren't so critical, kind of like using smaller accounts as batting practice. So you can do that in sales. But there are many ways that you can um, use this purposeful practice. You know, and also ask yourself, what do I want to learn or get done from this practice? Have the agenda, have the end result. As Steve Covey talks about, start with the end in mind. And then focus and concentrate deeply, even if doing so isn't always enjoyable. Often, we just want to get something done. We want to get the practice done so we can go out and have dinner or whatever. But we need to focus and concentrate deeply on that task at hand. And then even if it's, even if it doesn't enjoyable, you know, if feelings don't matter, if the dream is big enough. So even if it's not enjoyable, you still have to push through it. And then single task. The next time you feel like multitasking, remind yourself that research shows it's not effective. You can even look it up, Google uh, the myth of multitasking and keep in mind one thing at a time. And it's the best way you're going to get things done. You stick with it, you follow that thing done, and then you move on to the next and the next and the next. Remember that quality overrides quantity any day of the week. You know, speaking of uh, quality and quantity, you know, smartphones distract us whether they are on, off, or in our pockets, or on a table, and they command our attention even when they're not our own. You could be having wanting to do deep work on your computer, and you turn your smartphone on vibrate, and you put it next to you. Unconsciously, we know it's there, and it draws a little bit of our attention there. If you're with somebody at dinner, and you leave your smartphone in the car, Somebody brings theirs and they put it on the table. Unconsciously, you look at it. You wonder what's going on. It distracts us considerably. We have intentionally created smartphones as a trigger and as an anchor. And when we can start to wean ourselves from that, that time we spent on it will open us up for much more advantageous and much more profound activities during our day. You know, the best solution for preventing smartphone distraction is to remove it from your environment completely. Yes, this even means at your bedside. A lot of people, like myself, will use the smartphone to wake up to. Well, if that is the only alarm you have, then you can put your phone on airplane mode and just make a promise to yourself that when the alarm goes off, you turn it off. And that is it. You turn it back upside down and you don't do anything else with it. You don't, well, I'm just going to check my emails real quick. I'm just going to check this real quick. There's no checking anything quick until you get to an appropriate part of the day because it distracts us. And I work with many clients on how to manage the day and compartmentalize the day to have an effective AM routine, effective work routine, and a PM routine so their sleep gets there. And a lot of it involves eliminating or putting aside that smartphone. So here we want to talk about flow, right? Deeply focused in the practice of what you're doing. So here are some flow performance practices, right? Identify 
what interrupts your deep focus. First, we have to know what distracts us. Um, it could be a phone. It could be the smartphone. It could be an email. It could be we have TV on in the background and we listen to the news and whatever it is. We first need to identify what disrupts our deep practice. And then common invaders of this, you know, to give you some ideas, are smartphones, you know, like social media, IM, text, emails, video, Slack, phone calls. And all of these are enabled by our smartphones. So you can see how removing the smartphone automatically removes a lot of these other distractions, so um, which prevent us from getting into flow. You know, remove and turn off distractions. You know, just remember that only out of sight truly leads to out of mind awareness. So out of sight, put it away someplace where you can't see it. And then put it, turn it off, put it away, put it on vibrate, but move it into another room, move it someplace else, and you will be very surprised at how deep and quickly you can get into your deep work time or your deep focus time, whether that's a physical practice or reading or preparing for a future um, report or presentation. You know, alternating between blocks of 50 to 90 minutes of deep work and recovery of 7 to 20 minutes, you know, enables people to sustain the physical, mental, and emotional energy required for peak performance. This is based on the, probably going to mispronounce this, the Aldarian rhythm, where it shows that we peak after about 90 minutes, and then our focus starts to fade, and we drop down, and then we peak again. So if we can ride this wave, and there's a Pomodoro method where there's a clock that runs, you can use the app on your computer where it runs in the background saying, I want to have X amount of minutes of deep work and X amount of minutes of break. But, you know, the optimum is the maximum is 90 minutes of deep work. That means you just are focusing on one thing. When you get done with that 90 minutes, you get up and walk away from whatever you're doing for approximately 20 minutes. Then if you have that time of the day and whatever that might be, you go back and do another 90 minutes of one thing. And you will find, you know, so 50 minutes to 90 minutes, seven to 20 minute break, you start to ride this wave throughout the day, and you're going to find yourself hugely effective. It's going to be, it's going to be shocking on the difference that you can, that you're going to see. You know, divide your work into chunks, right? Whatever that work is, whether it's a physical training or work, you know, at work. My suggestion is that for work, you do your 50 to 90 minutes, depending on the task, first thing in the morning, before you open up email, before you go to meetings, before you do anything. If you find yourself 50 minutes is like a struggle because we haven't been keeping our focus that long, start yourself with something smaller, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, but then increase it each time until you get to that 50 to 90 minute range. You know, as you develop the strength in the area of attention and focus, you'll likely discover that you can work harder and longer. It's kind of like running or doing working out. We do a little bit, we push ourselves the next time, the next time, the the next time, and we can continually add 
to it. We can add the intensity and the duration. And you'll, and as you continue to play with these, you know, from 30 to 35 to 40, up to 90 minutes, you're going to see how much more you can get done. And for most activities and most situations, the upper, upper, upper limit would be two hours for a time block. Again, I work with my clients. We work at 50 to 90 minutes. If they've never done anything like this before, I drop it to 30, increase five minutes each each week or each day. But start with that, and that is going to be a focused performance practice that is going to yield huge results. So, you know, the way we think about the world has an extremely profound effect on what we do. And again, we're covering some things about how to stress yourself, right? And that would be that focus time because that's stress. We're focusing it. But now we're going to switch it a little bit here and talk about how we see the world. You know, how we view stress weighs heavily on how stress influences us. If we see all stress as bad, we're going to get we're not going to be able to utilize and leverage the energy of stress to our benefit. It's going to knock us out. By pushing us towards just manageable challenges and enhancing how we'll respond to them, the right mindset opens up to the possibilities for growth to occur. And one of the C's in mental strength, right, is challenge. We want to challenge ourselves consistently going outside of our comfort zone. And a challenge is something that we have never done before because it forces us to grow into that challenge. So when we challenge ourselves, this is where stress people go, I'm nervous. Well, just if we just change that from I'm nervous to excited, there's a shift in how we perceive the event and we actually look forward to it. And so this is why how we think about an event or how we think about stress has a dramatic effect on how we behave in that situation. You know, so what we want to talk about is some mindset performance practices. You know, remember the power of mindset. Then Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset, talks about growth mindset and fixed mindset. Great book. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to do so. But how you view something fundamentally changes how your body responds to it. Again, if you, are you nervous or are you excited? Is it a problem or is it a challenge? This is not just semantics. These words, because we have grown up with them, mean different things, and our body interprets them, and the energy uh, responds according to that definition that we've brought up on. You know, in situations when you feel the sensation of stress, remind yourself that this is your body's natural way of preparing for a challenge, right? Take a deep breath and channel the energy into the task at hand. You don't want to try to calm down. When you are feeling, quote, stress, excited, you don't want to calm down. You want to use that energy for the task at hand. It's impossible to calm down when you're feeling this excited. Matter of fact, it usually goes, it backfires because we try to calm down because we think we are stressed and we think it's a negative, we think we're nervous and we try to calm down as opposed to if we're excited about something, we usually jump in full force. So we want to 
channel that energy into the task at hand. We want to relabel it from nervous to excited or problem to challenge. Take that energy and move forward with it. You know, challenge yourself to view stress productively and even to welcome it. Yes, we want to welcome that feeling of excitement. You'll not only perform better, but you'll also improve your health. Because when we look at stress as a negative, it has adverse effects on us, has cortisol, has adrenaline, all the other stuff that goes with it. But when we are excited, there's different chemicals and hormones that are released in our body to manage that excitement. So just a little reframing can go a long way. So keep in mind, you know, allowing ourselves to be stressed may seem hard and may seem like, what is you crazy? But it's not. It's a good thing. You know, we look at stress, how we look at stress serves as a powerful catalyst for growth, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, and the second part of the equation, you know, the growth plus rest equals stress can be equally as hard. A lot of times we don't want to rest. We don't want to just sit and rest and do nothing. We have to, oh, I'm the type of person that has to go, go, go. Well, if you go, go, go all the time, you're not going to be able to grow, grow, grow. And then you are going to atrophy and um, life is going to be very challenging at that point. So if you like the podcast and also want to see some of the show notes from this, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. You'll find this podcast, other podcasts, blog posts, other things, and a way to contact me for a breakthrough consultation. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. It's not. It's a good thing. You know, we look at stress How we look at stress serves as a powerful catalyst for growth, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, and the second part of the equation, you know, the growth plus rest equals stress can be equally as hard. A lot of times we don't want to rest. We don't want to just sit and rest and do nothing. We have to, oh, I'm the type of person that has to go, go, go. Well, if you go, go, go all the time, you're not going to be able to grow, grow, grow. And then you are going to atrophy and um, life is going to be very challenging at that point. So if you like the podcast and also want to see some of the show notes from this, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. You'll find this podcast, other podcasts, blog posts, other things, and a way to contact me for a breakthrough consultation. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.